Welcome back to the Killer Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Gray, and tonight I'm joined by my internet co-host. We have Devin, we have Jules, we have Brandon. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Sup? (laughs) You know what, Devin? I don't know why. Every single time. You get me. I tried something new. I want to keep you on your toes. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. (laughs) You know, I went back and listened to old episodes, and you all have that same little banter like every fucking episode. (laughs) Consistency. It is consistent. It is consistent. We have good chemistry. (laughs) So tonight, we are going to do something a little different. I will give all credit to Dead Central, who did this first, and I heard it, and I was like, we want to make our own fucking list. Tonight, we are covering our own versions of how we would do a summer horror marathon. There are no necessary rules to this other than what is your idea, if you were watching a marathon in the summer, a fun, we're going to go over the treats, we're going to go over the environment, we're going to go over the forget-me-nots. So with that being said, we're going to get right into it and go with round one. Uh, Does anyone want to go first? Oh, and at the end, we have to guess each other's theme. Oh, damn it. Wait, what kind of theme? I'm confused. I wanted to say my theme because I feel like it sets up and and gives coherence. Like a theme of the type of movies? Did you, like, all right, well, mm, we'll, we'll, we'll address it at the end. Okay. Right, we'll go with thought process at the end. How about that? Mm. Oh, good luck I'm trying to figure mine out. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm so sorry. I'm going to mute myself. All right. So maybe then, Brandon, you want to go first? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? So, I mean, are you going to ask questions or do I just go start going? Your number one choice, tell us why you love it and why you would like to set that, use that to set your tone. My number one choice as in movie, correct? Yes. My number one choice is probably going to be, um, I've mentioned it previously, Swim Fan. Because <clears throat> I feel like it's, it's enough where you're interested, but it's not enough to where you're like, these mofos is wild. You know what I'm saying? So you you want to – because hopefully you'll be watching this with other people. So you want to kind of ease them into it slowly. You can't just jump straight into the good stuff, you know? Okay. Okay. I feel that. And there's a little bit of water, right? Swim fan. <laughs> swimmers. Uh, yes. yes. I know it takes place during the school year, but – Get you a little a little summer appetite wet, I suppose. Exactly. You already know what it is. I've only watched that maybe twice. Whatever happened to Erica Christensen? I actually liked her in that role. I don't know. She was on Parenthood for a few seconds. She did lots of movies. She was on Parenthood, and um, well, that was a TV show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Successful TV show. Uh, maybe I just don't recognize her as an adult. <laughs> She's still hanging out. Okay. All right. 
So we have Brandon at swim fan in his number one slot. We're going to go right over to Jules. What's your first pick? My first pick, my first pick is warm bodies. I love the campy horror slash romance of it. Mm So, um, yeah, because if I talk about it too much more, I'm probably going to give away my theme. So yeah, warm bodies is my first pick. You know, I think this movie gets a lot of shit, right? Like you said, it's campy. It's fun. I actually only watched it because Nicholas Holt is in it. This is before he was Beast for all you X-Men fans. Yeah, I know. He's just super hottie in this movie, too. Don't get me started on loving the dead guy. (laughs) (laughs) He was on a a British teen sitcom TV show called... uh, Skins. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... Based on that show, I watched Warm Bodies and was pleasantly surprised. I don't know if I knew anything about. Well, I just I love uh, the idea of like what happens to the zombies. Like you know, we we've got the zombie fucking outbreak. We you know we've got our human defenses. We have our little encampments. Fine, fine, whatever. But like, what happens on the zombie side? And Warm Bodies was kind of a fun one for that. I don't know. I liked it. No, it's definitely a fun movie. I, I, I like the idea. I like to see where you're going with this, but I like the idea. Okay. Starting with that. Yeah, so that's where I start. Fun, sweet, kind of romantic, kind of campy, but, you know, she's in love with a zombie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Devin, that brings us to you. Since Brandon and Jules shot the bed and told, chose awful movies... I'm gonna oh. <laughs> oh. You wait, you wait until you hear my theme. It's not gonna be awful you, once it gets you sexualized. Don't, you don't have to, any room to talk when it comes to awful because you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, I guess I asked for that. Those two movies are very good. No, my first movie is actually Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, Freddy's Revenge. It's okay. the very first nightmare film that I saw. And I, even though it came out in November of 85, I think I didn't see it until summer of 86. And it's one of those movies that played. Do you guys remember syndicated TV? Remember that? Yeah, syndicated channels. I feel like, it, at least in Detroit, it came on our, our syndicated channel, Channel 20, like every single Saturday in the summertime. So I've always associated that movie with summer. And there's something about it even now, like, it's like I cannot watch that movie in the wintertime. I have to watch it when it's summer out. Something about when it's summer or rainy out. And I think it has a lot to do with I know, something like the vibrant colors in the movie. The movie takes place, even though it's in the Midwest, it clearly is set in the summertime for some reason, or, the, or, or at least the early spring. Um, I don't know. It's just a fun summertime movie for me. It's light. It's easy. It's breezy. It's funny. It's gay as hell. That's my, my Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. <laughs> exactly. You know, the, the actual character, Jesse or Mark Patton, mm-hmm. he is the first child of Elm Street, I guess, that uh, you get to see him be a teen. Like all the other Nightmare on Elm Streets jumps right in with whatever that main character is being haunted by Freddy until they remember Freddy. Yeah. He has like moments where he's just going through regular high school shit, which right. the other movies don't really focus on, other than maybe Nightmare Four, because it takes place in the school for the most part, right? Right. 
Like they keep going to school. Yeah, there's. But he's still the first. I'm a huge defender of Nightmare Two. I think it has some of the some really good qualities that actually stand out at the best in the series. I think it has like the best set of like parental figures in the entire series. I think Freddy is actually at his most menacing and dark in this installment. Um, he's more humanized. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's as an actual serial killer. Yeah, he's more of a he's like a monster, but he's not so much in the shadows as he was in the first one. He's not a right. jokester as he became in you know part three and four going forward. I think this is the one where they started filming without Robert England, and then they yes. realized it wasn't the same. Yeah, because yeah, the one the shower sequence where you see Freddie walking up to the the teacher is clearly not Robert England. So, it, I mean, I think it helped promote a different vibe. Not necessarily filming without Robert England, but this film, I think, lives in infamy. It's like a good standalone one. Like, not everyone has to love it. Most people, it's not at the top of their list. Other, Obviously, you'd like it. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's still a fun watch. I, like many of other people that own Shudder, just watched it very recently. Yeah. I mean, it's um, one of those rare sequels. It's a sequel, direct sequel to a huge hit film, but this second installment is just as infamous in its own right as the first one for a very, very different reason. So, And as far as I know, might be the first final boy, unless Psycho ever gets a prequel. Hmm. It did have a prequel. Psycho did? Yeah, Psycho 4 is a prequel. Well, okay. Oh, you told me about this film. I still have not watched it. (laughs) Well, then, yes, Norman Bates is probably the first, but Mark Patton's probably, or Jesse Walsh is yep. probably the most well-known. Yeah. Question mark on the Walsh part. Is W something? Weber? Oh, yeah, it's Walsh. Whatever. It's Walsh. Okay. Whatever. I need you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Like what you did there. <laughs> uh, well, so my first number one pick is uh, probably not something you guys would think I was going to pick. But I know I wanted to start with something fun, a little campy, and definitely has a cult following, just to set the mood and get everyone in the right uh, mindset of what could and probably will take place for the rest of the night. My pick is... The technically maybe not even horror movie. I haven't checked that. But the 1992 film, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh. I love it. I love it. Yes. It is definitely interwoven into my childhood. Christy Swanson's awesome in that film. Donald Sutherland's awesome as Merrick. I didn't even recognize Pee Wee Herman. I know his real name is Paul Rubens, but at that time in my life, it was only Pee Wee Herman. He's always like, Pee Wee Herman. Later in life, I was like, oh my God. That is one and of the, like my quintessential movies growing up. Like my probably like 10 to 18, that, that was my jam. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. There was a lot of breakout people in there. Luke Perry, Hillary Swank. Luke David Perry, Arquette. rest in peace. Uh, same thing for Rector Howard, mm, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. 
Same um, thing for Chrissy Swanson's career. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean her appearance in Dude, Where's My Car didn't revamp her career? Oh, she's come out as a major Trump supporter. So um, there you go. <laughs> okay. But the number, number one reason I watched this film was because in the trailer, you see uh, Sasha Jensen, who you guys might remember from Halloween 4, mm-hmm. um, as Brady or Brad. Uh, that was my connection, because I loved Halloween 4, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. This has got to be good. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's technically a horror movie, but if not, I don't fucking care. That's my number first pick. I like that. Good choice. It is a good choice. Did you watch the TV series? Oh, yes. Sarah Michelle Gellar could do no wrong in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does Jules have a different... She didn't Twitter paint my little bisexual heart, so I didn't get as into that (laughs) as I wanted to. I really like like the movie, and I kind of liked the campiness of the movie, and when I watched the TV show, I was like, "Eh, that's a little too serious for me. But I'm also like, what four years younger than y'all so for me at that age i was like i needed a little bit more camp i a little more substantial i connected to the tv show because of sarah michelle geller because she started her all my children she played um erica kane's daughter and i was a huge fan of her and then she left that show and she did buffy i forgot she did all my children my mom was into that shit oh, i remember so yeah no 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 i like i have nothing say negative against her like she didn't do bad in the show like the show was good but it, for me it was just not campy enough mm. you'll notice I'm I like camp I like too. camp a lot yeah, alright so that's our round one and before we get into round two let's let's maybe take a minute and describe what you guys are thinking when you're thinking Marathon, Dust till Dawn Marathon. What's your setting? Where are you watching this? Like, what is your ultimate marathon setting? Jules. Oh, me. Okay. So I'm envisioning my marathon being um, viewed as like a maybe like a, a TV channel, you know, set of movies or, or you know, shutter. You're like, you got a, like a, a playlist of movies that's like ready to go. Um, so this is meant to be viewed at home, preferably snuggled up next to somebody on a, a love seat, uh, you know, with uh, snacks and drinks in hand and plenty of, um, or I guess, lack of space to force you to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. So, th- so that's the, the setting that I'm envisioning my, my marathon to be viewed in. Brandon, what is your uh, setup looking like? Oh, man, y'all going to judge me so hard. Okay. So, I already do, bud. <laughs> oh, both of you fuckers as well. Anywho. Love you so much. <laughs> so for me, I'm envisioning this. And once again, this is just me just being the dreamer I am. So in the future, I'm going to have this nice-ass, big-ass basement, right? Finished basement. In that basement... There's not going to be any real couches or anything like that. It's going to be a lot of beanbag chairs, like the giant love sack freaking beanbags. <laughs> and Sorry. Love sack. I'm inviting, 
I'm in. <laughs> I'm gonna invite all my close friends, anyone that I consider to be a part of my life that had a true impact. Not because I plan on killing them, like you know, it was an actual horror movie, but because you know that's something that you should do. You should be able to hang out with your boys and your girls, hang out with the homies. Um, so yeah, and then at the on the ceiling, there's gonna be a projector, so that way it can be projected directly onto a screen. Mostly, it'll be used for other things, but right now it's moved for this horror movie. Um, so it's going to be projected there, and so, you know, everyone's going to have their own little individual beanbag, little comfy things. So that way, if they have someone with them, they got a little boo thing, a little mama, a little a little, a little something-something, they can go snuggle up with them or whatnot. And if, you know, you're like some people where you may have a boo thing, but you're like, we ain't snuggling right now, this is intense. Or you're single, you got a whole thing to yourself. You can lay the fuck out on that thing. There will be lots and lots of fucking candy. Um, lots of chocolate as well. And probably have a fridge that's filled with either beer. No, no, no beer. It'll be hard liquor. And Red Bull. Um, and it's going to be a lot of the, that, that band fucking this shit reminds me of being in high school and hanging out with, with my friends and watching scary movies in their basement. Gonna have that type of feel to it. Nice. Nice. You got into drinks. That was not appropriate. <laughs> That's another layer of discussion. God. Oh, we so can get more into back off of, of Brandon here because the, the beanbag thing is definitely a pre- pre- preferable vehicle of my choice for slaying down and lounging. Except I would like to move everything outside. To like a 70 inch projection screen in the backyard. I want something to where you can be loud, rowdy, throw popcorn, and just have fun with what's playing in front of us. Um, so, definitely an outdoor setting, maybe some Austin City lights dangling from the heavens above or whatever. If you guys have ever been to Austin, every bar has them. And just being able to have fun and be loud outside and disturb the neighbors. <laughs> y'all, you, y'all are so extra. Listen, I just need my couch. I need my partner, our TV, the table with some lemon pepper wings and a couple of martinis and I'm set. That's all I need. Maybe some popcorn. He said lemon pepper wings. Good Lord. Yeah, that's the part that got Dude, my I mean, I haven't even talked about my food or my drinks yet. Like, I'm just talking about my setting. Like, what is this meant to be viewed on? My fucking TV at home. Mm-hmm. Y'all are getting in, you guys are getting into layers. You, you, you're being such men right now. <laughs> we got a nice house where our couch is big enough where if we want to snuggle up, we can. But we both like our own space, so it's big enough for that. You know, I have my phone charger next to me because I'm also, you know, usually trolling on Twitter or something like that while I'm watching the movie. That's all I need. Some fresh air. I'm going to come back to this and add layers as we get through this list. I'm, I'm building. I'm building a fucking story. And, and, and you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> all right. So then I'll just get it going. My number two pick is the... Um, 1988, maybe 89, I forget. Classic film, Sleepaway Camp 2. <laughs> yeah, happy I knew this was going to be I knew this was gonna be on your list. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Um, most people do know, yes, I am a hardcore Sleepaway Camp fan. But I thought about it when it comes to having fun with the movie. Like, Sleepaway Camp, the original, 
It's something I like showing to people who haven't seen it for the first time. That's like a special moment I want to share with them. You want the unhappy campers? Is that the one? I do. Mm -hmm. Like the the shit sisters are my fucking favorite. Me too. Uh, (laughs) So it's like this whole movie is just fun. I think it's a little weird that, uh, you know, given our previous conversation off air about my real life stuff going on, it's even stranger that in this film, (laughs) there's so much TNA for kids that are supposed to be 14 to 16. <laughs> like that's obviously a huge eighties oversight. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone in the movie is of age. That's not what I'm saying here, but I, it, that's the part that always makes me feel uncomfortable about watching this film. It's like, they're supposed to be kids. I don't think anyone like really thought that through there. But anyway, uh. it's like, I, that's like a movie to keep things going. We had Buffy, was had a couple dark layers, but then it's like, let's liven it up and go with something that people would probably know and like, and quote. Because I'm a quoter. I love talking along with this movie. Hey, Gray. Um, yes. you, don't have, you don't have AIDS or anything, do you? <laughs> God, wow. That came out of left field. That is the best way in 1988 to say it. You don't need STDs. <laughs> Sorry, I erupted with laughter. <laughs> it's Allie is, gems like that. Allie is life goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it over to you, Devin. What's your number two pick? So mine is similar. Actually, it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Okay. Sort of, kind of. Like, they're both city campgrounds. But, I I mean, it's no secret Friday the 13th Part 4 is actually my favorite in the entire series. It's, like, 4 and 5. I know 5 gets a lot of shit, but they're both, like, the most, I don't know, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th of the whole series. Like, they, they represent all the stereotypes of the series. But Part 4, it's just, it's set in the, it's obviously set in the summertime. They're all at the lake. Um... You have Corey Feldman. You have, to me, the scariest Jason, Starry Kane Hotter. Um, it's such a summertime movie. Got to watch it in the summertime. Three. Uh, Jason Lives, right? That's part four? No, this one is the final chapter. So this is the first one with Corey Feldman, the first one with Tommy Jarvis. Oh, the introduction of Tommy yeah. Jarvis. Yeah, Crispin okay. Glover is in it. Yeah, it's so Oh, yes, brutal. a young Crispin Glover. That is just true. And? Uh, I actually met Judy Arison at a convention one time. Oh, cool. Was she the, um, she's the brunette, right? Yeah, she plays Samantha. Okay, good. Sam, I think it is. And there were some good-looking young men in this movie, too. So. Yeah, this was like the tail end of the midriff, the short shorts. Um, I think the last one Tom Savini was on, right? Yeah, well, he came back to because he bowed out of two and three, I believe. But he came back to kill, help kill off Jason because he thought this was going to be the yeah. last one. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask a randomly mm-hmm. sort of related question, Devin? Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you seen Corey Feldman's uh, Angels band? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have several times. How do you feel? I am one of the people that made fun of him on Twitter. That's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because, like, my my heart used to belong to Corey Feldman. Like, mm. you know, like the young the young Jules Crush uh, of the male persuasion. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then in the recent years, I saw his um, rock band, and I was like, oh. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a misfire. Brandon, look up Corey Feldman band on Good Morning America. Mm. Yes, that's the Yeah, that's, the, that's the best performance. <laughs> it's the most iconic of what we're talking about, for sure. I will look this up after the show. And on the next show, I promise you, I will get, tell you exactly what I think. It's basically Corey Feldman wearing like all black and wearing some like the crow makeup and he's surrounded by hot chicks uh wearing angel like halloween costumes um and little halos and wings and they're like his band and he's like this dark person singing (laughs) (laughs) on good morning america (laughs) they were really so dedicated yeah they were so they were so committed Okay, sorry, I, didn't, I, I'm, I I derailed. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's like the perfect, perfect antidote. <laughs> so I guess I'll take it over while Brandon's yeah. looking things up. My second pick is Shaun of the Dead. Movie. Right, so we we go from we move we move from warm bodies to Shaun of the Dead. Right, it's still kind of. Romancy, it's bromancy. Um, keeping with our zombie trajectory here. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good one. And since you all went beyond your like, what format is this supposed to be viewed in? So I'm I'm imagining at the start of the night you have some finger food, literally, <laughs> with some of those um like almond cookies that are shaped like witchy fingers that have been dipped in like um, red frosting on one end, and they look they just look like you know chopped off fingers, and and they look very zombified. You could put some green food coloring into the dough to kind of make them look. A little bit more decrepit. Um, so you know, I'm I'm setting the scene here with with some some snacks, if you if you will. Uh, okay. And, and I'll give the next layer of things when we get to the next movie. I don't want to give too much away all in one go, because then you'll guess my theme like a motherfucker. <laughs> did, uh, Jules? Did you happen to hear that Edward Wright? Edgar Wright is returning to horror and he is doing a film last night and last night and something. Yes, I did see that. I did see that. And I'm, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Uh, Me too. I'm curious to see what I'm more always interested in the soundtrack he puts with me. Yes. I I mean, even, even like, soundtrack aside like just the sound effects that he puts in and like the small bits and just the way that he accentuates a particular scene with a with a sound it's very awesome i'm i'm excited last night in soho i just yeah up. yeah i saw Wait, that is he, not, is he not doing baby driver too i thought he was on that next. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he might be. He might. It, he might be. This is a film he's directing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. And I'm excited. Sorry, I'm excited. <laughs> mhm. Anyway, um, okay. so I guess it's Brandon's turn. So make note: I'm now halfway through this video, and I can just say, "What in the ever-loving fuck am I watching?" <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Everyone needs that I, in their life. <laughs> I'm like, I'm baffled. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, what, 
I, I don't know. Any hoozles. Movie numero dos. So, this film is a classic. We it's, it's brought up literally all the time by us. And it is going to be the 1996 film called Scream. Oh. Makes sense. So, everyone knows what Scream is about. Everyone's seen Scream. It, it's I an haven't. excellent film. You haven't seen Scream? Oh, what? I've never seen any of the Scream movies. How do we How talk about this so often and you've you? not seen them? I'm totally kidding. I'm totally, I'm sorry. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> not a funny joke. I think mean, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> Are you trying to get my blood pressure to go through the roof? Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. You know, I'll forgive you this time. So, <laughs> the thing that makes Scream just so perfect for what's going on in my movie night is that literally it's kind of a, it's kind of a, everyone's pointing the finger at everyone trying to figure out this, the mystery of who the F is killing everyone. And at the same time, it's dark. But it's it's also kind of funny in, in its own way. But it, it's also dark. And it's just, once again, it's an excellent film. And, you know, since Jules wanted to dive into layers and stuff like that, Ooh. I want to get back to my drinks. <laughs> this is very crucial. So, what we're going to have is only dark liquor. Why? These are some dark-ass movies, so why the fuck not? And we're also going to have Red Bull, but the Red Bull, it's, it's going to serve What is it with you and Red Bull? Later. Uh, I love Red Bull. Red Bull, you got to remember, I was military. I run off Red Bull or Rippets, whatever you may choose. What's um, any Oh, you don't know Rippets? Oh. Oh. No, you don't. Oh. Uh, You're missing out on a whole you, layer of culture. <laughs> you sweet summer child. Mm. Is, it, is it a regional thing? No, I don't think so. It's just uh, only people that I know that drink this are people who have been enlisted and have signed their rights away. And they're like, I need to like <laughs> actually keep myself awake because I have no rights to say no. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Right. I, I am right. I am right. I know. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh. So, yes, we'll have Red Bull or Rip. It's, uh, you know, uh, let's throw in a little bit of that because there's probably going to be some veterans there. And, once again, you know, it's it's gonna get later and later into the night. We're we're getting close to closer to, to the, the, the prime hour, if you will. So yes, that's what's happening right now. Ooh. The midpoint. We are doing a five movie set, right? Yes. Okay, good. Five movies from Just O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Uh which I'll just get going with my third film. I thought at this point, you know, we're about two, two and a half hours in. I want to switch things up a bit and go with a little bit of still summer fun, a little bit of urban legend, uh, maybe abroad. And I'm talking about the 2006 film, Turistas. Oh, I was going to pick that. Really? Yeah. One Melissa George, one Josh Jumel, and of course... Uh, Olivia Wilde. Mm, mm, mm. Sorry. Why are you apologizing? 
I was the only person that in my time or at that time that liked this film. Like I went with my friends and everyone just thought it was stupid. And I'm the only one that enjoyed this film from start to finish. Because Can I ask I which of your friends you saw this with? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, 2006, I would have been in restaurants. So whoever those uh, that Motley crew was at the time. Not the normal staple friends. Anthony's the only person that goes to watch horror movies with me. Okay. Mm. Continue. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, someone's not impressed. <laughs> no, no, no. I, w- yeah, I was looking not- up things and I was trying to judge and I was like, I don't know the people to judge. So it's okay. Yeah, so I mean, that's my... Uh, uh, Ray's stress levels a little bit around this time should be getting to the midnight hour. So I wanted to make sure we have something to carry people through, get the uh, blood pressure rising, wake you up if you're feeling a little weary, and, uh, you know, just get the excitement back in the air. That's- okay. Is someone okay? What was that? Uh, uh, that looked like it came from... Ooh, Brandon's gone. Oh, but Brian is back now. That was weird. All right. Uh, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> so my next movie is it's actually a cheat because it's two movies, but I always watch them back to back. And it's I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, I love I Know What You Did right. Last Summer. And if I'm drunk enough, I will always know what you did last summer. Um, <laughs> all movies take place on 4th of July, and it's a tradition in my house, my house, that we watch it every 4th of July. These films truly represent summer for me. Not only do they take place in summertime, I always watch them in the summer. You have fireworks, you have the Bahamas in, in the sequel, you have fireworks again in the third film, you have Jack Black wearing dreadlocks. This is a perfect summer movie. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't think I've seen beyond the first one. I didn't know that Jack Black had dreadlocks. Yeah, right. he's un- he's uncredited in the movie, but he's in it for yeah. quite a quite a bit. Um I I, I, I or something like that. Yeah, I really love the first movie, but I actually really like the second one. I the second one is awful, but I really love it too. Actually, it's not awful, but it's just not as good, but I I really love the sequel. I love Brandy. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I like Brandy in it. So. I Mackay Pfeiffer did Honey, so he lost all the credibility. <laughs> that, that flick with just Jessica Alba? That one? <laughs> yes. Okay. And I've seen the third one probably five or six times. I couldn't tell you what happened in it. I don't think I've watched the movie from beginning to end. At, at, at any point, but. I I think I've seen it on TNT or something. Like it's a whole different cast. Yeah. No one that stood out as famous to me. And it takes place in Colorado, which is really different. You have yeah. actually paid well, attention more than nope. I did. Nope, <laughs> I'm in Colorado. I ain't dying. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're all glitchy. I hope this doesn't happen again. Uh-oh. All right, Jules, you go then. Okay. Um, so I really struggled with my third movie because, like Gray, I wanted to shift the tone. 
Um, and I ended up going with From Dusk Till Dawn, like legitimately, even though that was kind of the theme here. Um, because, A, Danny Trejo is just a fucking treasure. And any movie that he's in is fucking worth a watch. Um, mm-hmm. But so originally I had wanted to do one of the creep show movies because I was like, Hey, like thematically it would transition between like my first half and my second half pretty well. And I was like, but the first half or or, the original creep show is kind of just like boring going from short to short to short. Each short is really good, but like there's not really a hook to it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll go with Creepshow 2 because the framing device in that is really, really good. And then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, this is like really, really racist and really, really rapey. Um, <laughs> so that's what made me go with From Dust Till Dawn rather than one of the creep shows because I think that thematically the creep shows would go better. But I had issues with them. So. I went with From Dust Till Dawn because Danny Trejo is amazing and the let's not forget Salma Hayek and her fucking hotness. Wow. She she her and Mila Jovovich back in those like 90s they they made me realize that I was definitely a sweet little bi girl and I liked everyone equally. Yeah. You know, I remember hearing or reading, I don't know, back then how I was getting information but at one point, Madonna was up for that role. Ew, Thank really? God it wasn't her. Yeah. Right, you can't imagine no. any other way. No. I'm a, I'm a huge Madonna fan. Well, I'm a, I'm gay, but like whatever. I could not imagine her in that role at all. I can't imagine I anybody with Selma Hayek in that role. I don't want to imagine her in that role. I love I'm Selma sure. in that. I'm sure Brandon could find the facts or something like that, but it had something to do with Selma Hayek is scared of snakes. I know that part's fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She had to prepare special for that. Yeah. How'd you know I was already researching this? I think maybe Madonna was on standby. I forget. It's what you do, man. (laughs) Because you listen and you report back, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so so my, my middle of the evening shift is from dust till dawn and it actually works thematically you know when i when i actually look back it 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 works good works well excuse me that's the three beers and one white claw wow i know i've had no no i've had no human contact all day um so i'm i'm letting loose on you guys did you see the Uh, from dust till dawn sequels so I, I think I tried to watch From Dust Till Dawn too, and then wasn't there like a Showtime show of From Dust Till Dawn? It was like a mini series or something. Oh, the newer one. It was on a uh, Robert Rodriguez's TV lineup. Cable. Yeah, it was on L, on L Ray TV, it, but it's on Netflix now, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I saw it somewhere. Um, but for me, it's it's kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's the original, and then everything else pales in comparison. Um. Yeah. Okay. So drinks now, since since I'm adding layers, right? Okay. So with my my first two movies, I think you should go with something like a grasshopper 
right? Because it's green and thick and weird and delicious. And I love grasshoppers because they remind me of my grandmother. (laughs) And it's like my grandmother never drinks anything except for grasshoppers. She's just like, no, no, no. And every once in a while on a holiday, she'll be like, oh, make me a grasshopper. And I'm like, I fucking love you. Um, And they also are like green and thick and weird like zombies. Um, (laughs) The other other drink that I would – I know, exactly. Yummy, yummy. The other – drink that I would suggest is an eyeball snot tail, which is, um, it's basically you make a, a jello shot, right? With, um, preferably not the lime version, but some sort of green jello flavor. Um, you know, you mix your vodka in, you mix whatever you want in. You can put Malibu rum in there. I've had jello shots with God knows every alcohol under the sun in there. Um, but then you also mix in like apple and pear juice with the jello. Um, so the cool liquid, right. Um, you mix the, mix the vodka with the, or whatever you want with the apple and the pear juice. And then you make these weird lychee eyeballs and you put them on a fucking toothpick and they've got, um, the lychee itself with a maraschino cherry and a raisin and you fucking skewer it through in the middle so it looks like an eyeball and that goes on top of your jello shot and then you can use the tip of the toothpick to um loosen your jello shot to take the jello shot yes anyway i've thought about this i've thought about this no it sounds delicious but says the man who drinks rippets serving that sure but other than that i said if someone is serving that okay yeah no 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 like like once you get to my theme it'll make more sense but they will be served okay Mm -hmm. okay okay Gray already knows my theme, so y'all gets to fucking guess. All right, right. I'm thinking. So I guess that means that it's Brandon's turn to tell us his number three pick. Your middle of your marathon. So by now, it's it's the high point. Tensions are rising. So what we're going to watch now is a little film that I actually came to love. Even that first was like, why am I watching this? Came to love it. It's a 2017 movie called Happy Death Day. Mm. So, reason why I pick, yes. reason why I pick Happy Death Day is because um, the whole time you're just watching Tree Teresa just go through the same shit every day, just trying to figure out what's happening, who's killing her, what's going on, and it's just it. it you, there's once again a lot of dark dark humor in it but there's also death which is necessary i mean it also has the title happy death day so i mean of course there's gonna be death any hoozles um but no i picked this just because it's just gonna kind of heighten the mood and you're gonna notice that people are gonna hopefully they'll already either be intoxicated or be like me where they're just jumping off the walls due to caffeine and they're gonna start noticing some things that have gone missing or changed in the room so yeah that's my, uh, I wouldn't say high point, but we're Did getting there. Did you just there. say we're notice some things there. that have changed in the room? 
Yes, I did. Uh oh, sounds like we're losing him a little. Mm-hmm. No, baby, um, come back. Well, we'll see if Brandon's able to get back in. I did happen to read uh, yesterday that Christopher Lane. You're so glitchy, buddy. <laughs> Christopher Landon has started a new Blumhouse project and people are speculating that it's Happy Death Day 3. I personally am speculating that he's reached an agreement that if he does another film, they will use the money from that film if it's a success to do Happy Death Day 3, in which we'll get to see my favorite character, Danielle, finally play out, spoiler alert, what it's like to be stuck in the loop. For those of you who didn't see part two, shame on you. This is why we can't get part three. I'm sorry for not having seen part two yet. I'm part of the problem. It's okay, neither All of us in the world. You chose You guys are part of the problem. Yeah, I'm sorry. I need you all to do better. I'm sorry, I haven't seen any of them. And I did like the first one, and I do like Christopher Oh, whoa. I just... Yeah. Two more gutter. Beer. Now there's a temporary solution. Um, yes. So I guess that wraps up our uh, third round picks. Throwing it back to uh, Gray over there. So. Are you going to give us more details of your scenery? My scenery, I guess the thing I didn't, I, I didn't mention, let's go to snacks. I uh, mentioned before tossing some popcorn. <clears throat> but I also, when it comes to movie snacks, I don't really ever go all out. I, As you guys know, my movie consumption is large. So if I was buying treats and stuff all the time, I'd be dead broke. <laughs> but if it's something like when I went to go see Halloween 2018 for the third time, I was sitting there with my fucking big-ass thing of Mr. Pibb, some Twizzlers, some popcorn, and if the server would have came back in time, I would have got some fucking Raisinets. That is definitely how I like to watch movies. Raisinets? Nature's candy. candy. Junior Mints or go the fuck home? Mm, Frozen Junior Mints. (laughs) Mm, Right? Mm -hmm. No, they can't be regular. They gotta be frozen. Mm. Is it redundant for me to say lemon pepper uh, wings again? Um, <laughs> either that or some. You guys, have you guys ever had all dressed potato chips? So I've only ever seen pictures from Canada. I don't live close enough to the border where I can get all dressed potato chips. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are very tasty. And actually, while we're on it, some ketchup flavored potato chips, which are <laughs> hard to find as well. Dill pickle potato chips oh, or the shit? Yeah. And Twizzlers. Dill pickle dill pickle potato chips, sriracha potato chips, which you can get at um Winn Dixie. <clears throat> um and uh yeah, those are my chips. Those are my chips. A nice sausage. I'll have some um, weird flavors in your spread. Yeah, just eat some regular freaking chips. You live in a regular regular <laughs> place. Move somewhere more interesting. <laughs> they have free weed. I'll legalize weed out there. I'm, 
You're really close to me. His internet. His internet does hate him. How does he play video games? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Well, while Brandon just delays, I'll go ahead and get into my number two pick. Uh, Ah. Brandon, we're really close. My number two. Sorry. Okay. He's in Colorado. I thought he said North Carolina. I was, was. was. Oh, oh, okay. You was close to me then. <laughs> yeah. So now that we got that squared away, my number two pick is the 2014 film. Hasn't had time to grow on a lot of people, but I think it's a nice follow up to Turistas with it. Motherfucker. So we go from partying in Brazil to. An STD that won't. Cry. I fucking love this movie. Shit. Again, the question: Do you have AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is a good way to find out, right? Like, I looked over my shoulder. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, I, I love you. <laughs> I just wanted to keep with the vibe of urban legend s thing, a tale that is meant to warn people from whatever in this case is having unprotected sex. Um, but just keep the creep factor still pumping and people on edge. Plus it has a couple jump scares that I think is fun. Still tense. Um, just, you know, a way to keep the twilight hours going. Cause right now it's about two or three in the morning. It's harder to stay awake. So you need something to keep you going. That's why I went with them. Also more a newer film. Cause it's harder for people to watch older films. Sometimes. Bullshit. I don't know why. I love them. Just saying. They can't hang. They don't deserve to be there. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what's your number two pick? So my number two pick is going to be a little interesting. But my number two pick is the 2011 film called You're Next. Oh, love you, Brandon. And this film. Oh, Yep. <laughs> in this film, it's about a family. You know, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go and just go on this little anniversary, like vacation type thing," and then everything goes wrong. Why? Because motherfuckers is trying to kill them. <laughs> now, if you don't know my theme by now, I don't know what to tell you. But let me go ahead and set set this a little bit more. I never mentioned the the colors of the beanbag chairs for a reason. There's going to be black ones. There's going to be orange ones. They have meaning, which we'll get to once I tell my final movie. But you know how I said you're going to notice things changing in the room? It's because there's going to be certain people, too, missing from each of, because it should be like a full room. So each beanbag is used, 10 black, 10 orange. So two are going to be missing from the black side, two are going to be missing from the orange side. You're going to notice that other people are just like randomly disappearing and coming back and randomly disappearing and coming back. So that's there's a little game that is involved in all of this. That's what I'm trying to get to. But yes, you're next. Movie number two. Actually, I really like that movie. Um, I cannot pronounce that girl's name. Sharni or Sharvin. Someone help me. Sharni Vincent. What's her name? Yes, Bueller. <laughs> um, <laughs> I 
you know, she doesn't take me shit. Like, from the time shit goes down, she's kicking yeah. ass right back. And it's uh, one of my favorite movies. I probably watch it two or three times a year. I just watched it last week with my uh, partner's mom. Thank you. <laughs> she really loved it. I loved that movie. Oh, nice. All right, Brandon, let's hear, uh, or Devin, let's hear your twit pick. My number two pick is the 2018 film Summer of 84, which you can catch on Shutter right now. It tells the story of a young boy who suspects his neighbor of being a serial killer. And it has a lot of, it takes place in 1904, as the title said. It has a lot of parallels with Stranger Things. I mean, it it takes you back to this mid-80s, Midwestern utopia, so to speak. There's uh, this dark, sinister force hiding underneath the wings. Um also shows, you know, shows a friendship between a group of prepubescent boys. I really enjoyed Summer of 84. It, it was very high. It was one of those rare films that received a lot of pre-release hype that I thought lived up to the hype. It was very well acted. Uh, there was tons of suspense. I felt really, really empathetic for a lot of the characters, which is hard to do with these type of films that, that are soaked in nostalgia. Um, yeah, I highly recommend Summer of 84. Kids on bikes, on exactly. bikes, on bikes. <laughs> Biking on trails <laughs> with their bikes. Yes. All right, Jules, it's up to you. Army of Darkness. Mm. Oh, I should have known. Army of Darkness. This is my favorite. I love it so much. Um. So yeah, I I I love. The sexual energy of Bruce Campbell, uh, hail to the king, baby. Um, I love the claymation, fucking skulls, skeleton guys. Like I, I just, I, I fucking love that movie. It, it reveals a lot about me personally. Um, I feel like this whole set reveals a lot about me personally. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that's your hint to my theme. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, you could, you could make some like, uh, cool, um, fruit roll up (laughs) snacks (laughs) at this point. Um, obviously frozen, uh, junior mints are the best. Uh, and I've already talked about my, uh, my finger cookies and my, drinks so i don't know what more layers i can give you but uh yeah i i just i love army of darkness and once i tell you my theme it'll make a whole lot more sense um but yeah i think it's a great movie i think it's campy and fun which is everything that i love and i think that it fits thematically with um the escalation that i'm getting at here Maybe you're like, eh, the escalation is a little weird, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get there. All right. Then uh, it is time to get into the payoffs. We are at the final round. It is almost dawn again. Things are about to wrap up. So here we are laying it all out there for you in the culmination. For me, 
I'm coming in with the 2019 film Crawl. The most Florida creature feature Florida ever. Summer. Shot in Serbia. <laughs> um, I just wanted to have something that is fun. It's in your face. There's something constantly going on. It's loud. There are plenty of action-driven things. So it's like, even if you were falling asleep, there's no way this movie is going to let you pass out because there will be something to jolt you right back in. So that's how I would finish my summer feature with a alligator Floridian movie. That's awesome. I cannot wait to see that movie. I can wait. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you it is. I just love Florida. I'm not looking for more Florida right now. I I can respect that. Wait until it's snowy up here in in Tennessee, and and then I'll watch Florida. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Devin. All right. My number one is the 2000 film Psycho Beach Party. If you haven't seen it, oh, God. Okay. So it combines like the 60s beach movies with 80s slasher films. And I love it. It's so good. It had, and it's, it's pretty much an all star cast, actually. Um, um, Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under plays, stars as Chicklet. She's, a, I think, a 15 year old girl who has a split personality where she becomes a dominatrix and she may or may not be responsible for a group of grisly murders at this beach. Um, stars Charles Bush. It's, the movie is based on his play. He's in drag in the movie playing a policewoman. Uh, the movie has a really strong gay and homoerotic subtext to it, but also has some pretty inventive uh, slasher scenes as well. It's played mostly for comedy, but you could also get away with putting it in the horror genre as well. So that's my number one pick is Psycho Beach Party. Oh, wowzer. I want to watch this so bad. I'm looking at the pictures on IMDb and I'm like, yeah, this is my jam. <laughs> it's so good. I'm doing the exact same thing right now. Look at it. <laughs> I'm like looking. I'm looking at the character names, and I'm just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Star Cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's totally a parody of of you know the the beach movies from the '60s, starring Annette and the um, I I, yeah. I caught this on cable late one night, and I, I've been hooked ever since. That was, what, almost 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Jules? What's your number one? My number one is Reanimator. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I I I yeah. love I love the nerdy undertones, overtones. I love the nerdy tones. <laughs> I love the fucking weird pervy zombie reanimated old men. I love I just love this movie. It's so good. Um I love the color scheme in this fucking movie. Like, it's got a very, like, psychedelic, even though it was made in the 80s, like, it still has, like, some of the reminiscent, like, 
70s color schemes, but thrown into like the 80s, like sci-fi schematic uh, colors. I, I just really, I think it's a great fucking movie. Um, and I think it's, I, I also love that it's like the guy who was like, oh my God, you reanimated my, my girlfriend's cat to like, now he's, spoiler, reanimating his girlfriend. Like, I, that trajectory is just so much fun. Um, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I love it. And, and there's a drink that I have that goes with it. And it's called Moon Glow. And to nerd out more than anyone the fuck else on this podcast, it's from my World of Warcraft official cookbook. <laughs> what? Oh, what? that is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yay. How, yes. How are you and Brandon uh, how are you and Brandon? Oh, I can, I can out-nerd Brandon here in a minute. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry. But my moon glow, it's an ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce and a half of elderflower liqueur, so anything like St. Germain. <clears throat> no no um, official branding here. Um, an ounce and a half of blueberry juice, and then some tonic water and simple syrup. But, like, it looks glowy and beautiful, and it's amazing, and I kind of like it because it's kind of the same color as the reanimator. Well, I mean, it's it's pink and not green, but it's that it's got that glowy thing, like the reanimator fluid. When they're like, "Oh, let's reanimate the cat," I'm like, "Yes, where are my glowy liquids?" Um, <clears throat> so this goes with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so reanimator is my culmination of my thematic from Dust Till Dawn. War of the Warcraft cookbook. That is the nerdiest Yeah, yeah, shut up. Let me tell you how many times I've made like the fucking stuffing. I've used this cookbook a lot of times. Surprisingly. (laughs) Surprisingly. And it makes good recipes. Me and Joel are best friends now. <laughs> yeah, this is a I, felt, I felt like that would endear me to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like literally am so happy right now. Did I ever tell you that I played Alpha? No, you did not. I played. I played. I played World of Warcraft Alpha, bitch. I played World of Warcraft from like day one. Day fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know just exactly how nerdy I am. I love it. Two nerds. Thank, thank you. This is why we like mutually sort of shun you for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I get it because I don't like to sit through things that are too long, but at the same time, I'm just like, but it's Lord of the Rings. I'm torn, Devin. My my demonic black soul wants to fucking vibe with you so much, but my nerdiness is also like, but Brendan, he has got some point. Well, I'm going to thug it out and watch the three and a half hour It Chapter 2 or however the fuck long this I, I feel like we should all meet up for that, but whatever. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, who needs to talk about their number one film? Brandon? Is it you? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sound too excited. Why are you sound so sad, bud? <laughs> because everyone should have predicted it by now. 
my number one movie is the film I love so much called Cry I knew Wolf. it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Except on my end, so, it was like, because <laughs> <laughs> you glitched out. What'd you actually say? I said Cry Wolf. Cry Wolf. Got you. So, um, if you haven't noticed, my theme is trying to figure out who the fuck is killing everyone. You're not supposed so, to tell your theme. We're supposed to guess it. Uh, you guys should have guessed that by now anyway, so I fucked that up. Oh, well. Anyways. Um, so, in Crywolf, you have someone who is killing, killed this girl, and now everyone's just disappearing and stuff like that. And they're trying to figure out... Who did it? And the ending is still just phenomenal. I had Devin watch it. Devin actually liked it. Devin mm-hmm. liked it. That's a big deal to mm-hmm. me. Like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> oh, I accomplished something in life. <laughs> but no, um, it's an excellent film, and that would be like the the high point when everyone has to go home. But first, a little game has to be played, and I feel like that'll be more fun for you guys to guess what the hell is going on. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, should should we try to guess Devin's theme and my theme? Well, you guys should guess. Great and go. He said wrap up without me, so yeah. I don't know where he went. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I thought he was quiet. Okay. Yeah. You want to guess mine? Okay. So 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 Brandon was was who's who done it? That's his theme. Who done it? Um, Devin. Yes. I think that your theme is like the most summer gay <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn marathon ever. <laughs> yeah, my theme is just my theme is just gay as shit and lemon pepper wings. Like Yeah, basically <laughs> like yeah. lemon pepper wings. What what movies go with my lemon pepper wings? <laughs> That's about it really. <laughs> and I feel like you got it. <laughs> I feel like you killed it. I feel like you killed it. Um I definitely felt like very inclusive in your um your your marathon here and like if i didn't i had some zesty wings to make me feel spicier than i actually am you know they are the nectar of the gods they're, they're so good i feel like you're the odd man out brandon like bi girl gay man hetero hetero man over here <laughs> Hey, I'll be getting over that thing. I'm just like sitting here, like, this is so gay. I love it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Maybe there's a side to yourself you haven't acknowledged yet. (laughs) Uh, No, I I don't know. What do you all think that? Amazing, period. Oh, you admit? Oh, yeah. Men look good. (laughs) I I won't do anything with a man, but men look good. Okay. I'm going to hold my tongue. We'll talk about that when we stop recording. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I guess Gray is not here to confirm or deny what we believe his theme to be, but we can get, we can take guesses, I guess. Do you want? Summertime fun. It's kind of what I got, right? Mm -hmm. You got Buffy. You got Sleepaway Camp, you got Charista, It Follows and Crawl. I don't know. It kind of follows a theme of like... Strong women? Starting out light... Ooh, strong women. 
Yeah, Devin got it. Hey, hey bud. <laughs> All right. So strong women is it. Hey, I won. <laughs> what do you win? Gray, what does he win? Uh, brand new Kill the Dead. Ooh. How Ooh. about a really, really awesome Kill the Dead mug I, with our fucking pride logo on there i ordered mine it should be here mm. mine got here and it's fucking phenomenal That's i love it so all right so my question uh, with yours. who's got my theme who's got my theme yours is like dainty and like Ooh. downton abbey realness with it is not downton abbey realness <laughs> at all shut up it is not that hoity-toity something like where you have to wear like white gloves and like Nuh-uh. no <laughs> oh no it's not even like that what is but it? maybe <laughs> it, it's introduced your significant other to your creep side oh okay I was stuck at the lady fingers earlier. And mm, I yeah, no, 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 no. So you were hooked on the foods. Yeah. And I was like going through the progression of the movies. I'm like, hey, let's start with something cute. You know, warm bodies. Let's go with Shaun of the Dead. Accessible to everybody. Let's go with Dawn, uh, From Dust Till Dawn, where Salma is hot as fuck and everybody can get turned on. And then you go to Army of Darkness and Reanimator, and you're like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where you rope them into your fucking creep side. (laughs) Never leave. That that is my goal. That is my goal. I like the progression. Yeah, rope your date into your creep side. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, So I know I probably missed it, but was Brandon's horror movies that run the same clue theme? It was a who done it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Who done it? Who done it? I said clue. Mm-hmm. Like the movie. Oh, with with Tim Curry. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but like But yeah, oh, I mean, you know. Yes. I love Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry so much. <laughs> Frank and Furter. Mm. All right. <laughs> So that was our marathon summer eighteen. Maybe we should. You mean summer nineteen? Uh, oh fuck me! See if Drake was here, I would have known what summer it was. Cannot <laughs> stand y'all. <laughs> I love you, but I hate you right now. <laughs> And on that note, folks, we are out. Tune in next time for a show that we have not determined the theme of, but you will laugh, to say the least. Good night, folks. Good night.